This is Shotgun and Charlie's Bullet Points. The highlights of today's show in one place. Find them on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Here's Shotgun and Charlie from Y100. How do you make your mashed potatoes? Well, last night, I just happened to make some mashed potatoes. You did? I was craving them, and I knew we were going to talk about it. So you're bringing in for me this morning, so uh, there's no proof of that, I guess. Can I tell you all something? (laughs) In all honesty, and I'm sorry, I don't like reheated mashed potatoes. I cannot eat them again. What's the matter with you? Isn't that weird? Really? I cannot eat them again. Never have. I I put some in a bowl for my kids. Like, they can eat them for lunch today, but I can't eat reheated mashed potatoes. Really? My mother used to slice them and fry them up. Yeah. I just can't. But I I followed a different recipe because my stepmom always said, and I'm telling you, for good potatoes and Mm -hmm. less lumps, she tells me, always heat up your milk, no matter what. Heat up your milk when you put them in to mash them up. And she says, don't boil the milk. You can't boil it. But just heat it up. Lukewarm milk. And I've done it since day one. Well, I tried something else, this newer recipe, just a little extra. Sure, yeah. I put sea salt and garlic in the water when it when it started to boil with potatoes. Really? And then when I was done, I, I did the um, the new thing in this recipe was they told me to warm up your milk, mm-hmm. but melt your six tablespoons of butter in with the milk. In with the milk. You know, I did. Did you notice a difference? I, I, I really didn't. I okay. hate to say it, I didn't. I think I noticed the taste of the garlic. Yeah. And it was actually really good. Like, I think I'm going to keep putting garlic. And my brother-in-law, Todd Katie, a new Holstein. Yeah. Like, at family get-togethers, he's in charge of the mashed potatoes. There's no lumps, and his secret is a sour cream. I, uh, am I am I the only one I like? I like some lumps in my mashed potatoes. I, I, feel like, I never mind them. Oh, yeah. I never mind them. I always feel like that makes them feel more homemade. My... Uh, my aunt Gail, no, excuse me, my auntie Kelly always puts in bacon fat. I've oh, never tried God it. God bless her soul. She said you can't go wrong. <laughs> That's her like extra little weird flavor. And she said that the, the bacon fat just brings out other flavors without it being too over the top bacony. There's this new thing that's uh, been buzzing around on TikTok that says that instead of using water, when you boil your potatoes, you should use chicken stock instead. Now, to me, that seems a little expensive. But you can also... Uh, chicken you, stock. Chicken stock. Or you can throw a couple of bouillon cubes into the uh, pot of the water. be a little cheaper way to do it. I never even thought of that. Yeah. So can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. As 43 years old, I really don't know. What's the difference between chicken stock and chicken broth? Oh, boy. I wish I had the answer for you. I don't. I know that I just... I, oh, all I know is that, is that I, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I will buy whatever the recipe calls for. So, so like, if it, okay, if it says stock, you're getting stock. You yeah. don't substitute. Right. So if like, anybody knows. Yeah. So like I made Italian beef over the weekend Yum. and uh, and I I cook it in the oven for like four hours in beef stock. Well, it's so weird that you were like, well, where are the mashed potatoes which don't heat up? But when it comes to Italian beef, I know you made a lot of it. Yeah, but I also had like uh, nine people, incredibly socially distanced, by the way, and everyone wearing masks and no one touching each other uh, at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good disclaimer before we <laughs> start sure getting I throw the that out there. Yeah, but yeah, they actually, I got two great big huge chuck roasts. I made all of that yeah. Italian beef and it was gone. That's a sign of a good meal. <laughs> all right, well, we're just talking. If you guys want to chime in this morning, depending on how you're feeling, it's cold. We kind of 
there's something you add that enhances your mashed potatoes, we would love that. But honestly, I do, as foolish as this is, I want to know what the difference is between stock and broth because I don't think any time a recipe has ever called for stock that I've used it. Yeah, that's a good Because I always have the broth and I just use that. I mean, I'm assuming that one is made from like boiling the bones, but I don't know which is which. Somebody's ringing. We'll find out. Shotgun and Charlie. Y100. So we were asking this morning, what is the difference between stock and broth? Because we're talking about, uh, that's this, apparently this hot new trend that we need to try. Is that when you're making your mashed potatoes, you're supposed to boil them in chicken broth. Oh, Chicken broth or stock? Chicken broth is what you're supposed to boil them in. Broth would be cheaper because you just drop in the little... Tablets. That's what I do, right? Yeah. Isn't that what broth is? The bouillon cubes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we were, I was one who was like, "What the heck is stock?" And you kind of, you kind of did nail it. Somebody said, "Well, stock is made by boiling the bones. Broth is made by boiling the meat." Yeah. And I think the difference is, you know, basically, like if you're gonna, let's say that you're making a soup. Yeah. You know, then you'll use you'll add broth to it. You know, whether it be beef broth or, or chicken broth. Okay. If you're, like, going to be cooking, like like when I make Italian beef and I'm cooking the yeah. meat, but I'm not actually going to be serving that juice, then you use stock. I have always used broth. I don't know that it makes much I, of a difference, yeah, to be perfectly honest. But now I kind of want to try it. Yeah. When something says stock, see if it brings out the flavor. We were just talking about mashed potatoes because that's what we do on this show. We go off on <laughs> weird little tam. Somebody said to add bacon, or I said my aunt adds bacon, bacon fat, but uh, somebody texted in and said, you need to try doing caramelized onions in your mashed potatoes. Oh, yes, please. She's like, I can eat it any time of day. And if you add those to mashed potatoes, no one's going to be able to copy your recipe. I was like, okay. Have you ever tried curry powder in there? No, I'm not a curry guy. Not a curry. What about... Uh, my wife ever- likes Indian food, and, and she will occasionally try and make that. I'm like, you just keep that stuff out of my house. Lemon. Have you ever put lemon in your mashed potatoes? Because I know lemon adds a lot of zing. Mm. Yeah, I've never tried no. it either. I do love rosemary. I like a rosemary or, or a thyme. I love all that stuff. So I want to uh, go back for a second. First of all, um, it's... Time not. I hate you right now. I knew it as soon as I said it over my mouth. I'm like, is it time or is it time? It's time. Why didn't you do the challenge? It's like the old uh, Simon jerk. and Garfunkel song, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme. Yeah. It's a, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, but actually, I want to go back to the fact <laughs> that you said that you can't eat mashed potatoes reheated. I can't. Isn't it weird? I know you guys. I don't think there's anything out there that I can't eat reheated. Oh, I just. Oh, okay. You know, you want to. I I look at my eyes are watering. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot reheat shrimp in fish. Uh, Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I I will say I don't. I don't eat leftovers of like seafood. I just don't feel good about it. Because you can't reheat it. Yeah. Because you can't reheat it. So there you go. That is something you do not eat reheated. You couldn't, could you? Could you? No, I wouldn't feel good about it. I feel like it would make me sick. Oh. I just, oh. (laughs) Because I do, I'll tell you what, one of my favorites is a good shrimp scampi. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Heat, hot, heat, I can't talk right now. Just right off the, whatever you, however you heat in it. But that's fine. I cannot, I can't stand the smell. yeah, so like, let's say that uh, that that the missus and I go to like Olive Garden. I mean, like, I'll order a shrimp scampi, but you know they always give you way too much food. So you're, yeah. you know, you're going to bring some home. I will eat all of the shrimp out of it and just bring home the pasta. I'll reheat, reheat the pasta, okay? But I won't. I, I will not reheat the shrimp. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I just yeah the thought of that. Oh, and the thing with potatoes, I don't know. I feel like it takes away from the flavor. I don't know if I should be. I just don't do it. 
after I filled the girls' things up, yeah, I threw the potatoes away. And I still had probably, I had like two servings left. Really? I just can't. I brought the hamburger <sighs> gravy. Because hamburger gravy, by the way, I could eat every day. I make it oh. with A1 steak sauce. Well, remember your boy shotgun next time because I'll eat, I'll eat mashed potatoes any time. And it did hurt me to throw it away. I was like, God, this is a waste of two big servings of mashed potatoes. You'll have to try that. Uh, you know what? Since you don't like to eat to uh, to reheat mashed potatoes, you'll have to see if you can try that recipe. There's that there's that mashed potato candy you can make. It's- I am not making mashed potato candy. You will. I- you will. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't think that looks good to me at all. Even my mom, like I said, she would she would put it in the refrigerator the next day and she would slice it up, butter in the pan. I, I don't like American fries. I don't like the uh, a scallop potatoes. Get out of my house. Really? Get out of my house if you're going to make scallop <laughs> potatoes. Bringing the Hollywood sleaze to the land of cheese. It's Charlie's Chatter on Y100. Oh, we're having another little hairy baby. Well, it's not going to be Harry. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle. Yeah, I'm sure you heard it. They're expecting their second child. I don't know how far along she is. She's showing. She's got a cute little bump. They got little R2. going to be two in May. They say, well, there's friction between Harry and the rest of the royals. You know what? I read a really great article about uh, the queen in People Magazine, which, again, that's not a tabloid. People Magazine is legit. And, and they had a whole spread. She was all about it. And they said, look, yeah, she was kind of upset. They all were like, well, Harry's stepping away. But at the end, she's still grandma. Yeah. And they're still her grandsons. And now she's having another great-grandchild. It's a good thing the She'll Royals. She'll be happy about they're that. They're delighted. This one is a little bit... Chris Harrison, obviously the host of The Bachelor, Bachelorette has since time since it started. Mm-hmm. He's stepping aside for, quote, a period of time because he made comments about race. I mean, here's a quick recap. Matt James, Bachelor, first ever black Bachelor. One of the front runners of the show, this white woman from Georgia. Her name is Rachel. Rachel, well, somebody dug up. She liked to post containing the Confederate flag just because there was a flag in the post. Okay. wasn't even about that. Then um, there was a photo of her going to an old South Plantation college party. And last week, Chris Harrison was being interviewed by Rachel Lindsay. Rachel was the first black bachelorette. If you guys, okay. She now works for Extra because that's where they all seem to go. Sure. She asked Chris to weigh in on the controversy. And he said, well, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018? or is it not a good look in 2021 because there's a big difference it was stupid but it's like now they're pulling him to host that he's not going to be part of the season's final rose after the rose ceremony i don't know how long he'll be away i I don't have anything else to say about this it's just getting a little bit ridiculous yeah it's abc and disney i hate to say it i mean they are trying to be as squeaky squeaky clean as possible yep well, look at this little Ashley Judd, our little Judd, the baby Judd sister. The crazy one. Stop saying that. She's in intensive care right now in South Africa at a hospital. She shattered her legs in four places in the Congo. Oh, wow. She was in the jungle doing conservation work. She tripped over a fallen tree. I mean, and it shattered it. She almost lost the leg. The doctors say they can save it. Really? For her. That's kind of a big deal. All right. You know what is a big deal in my life was when I was welcomed to the real world. Where people stop being polite and start getting real. Back in 1992, the whole thing started. The season in New York, I Mm -hmm. remember it. Andre, Becky, Heather B, yeah! Sweet Julie, Norm. I mean, I could, I know, they're my friends. Guess what they're doing? They're doing a multi-episode docu-series, and they're bringing back the original stars. Everyone signed on. Really? It's going to be on CBS's streaming platform. Looks like I gotta come to your house. It's going to launch on March 4th. Excuse me, so... 
This is a big deal. They're all coming back, everybody. All and, right. And real quick, Shotgun, if you and Amy are still looking for a vacation, uh, that Pennsylvania house they used in the movie Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. You know, it was Buffalo Bill's residence. Right. They're going to make it into a bed and breakfast. Oh. And you can do events there, weddings. You could even film stuff there. Go ahead. And there's a contest to see who will be the first to spend the night. <laughs> if it was a real haunted house, it would get into me, but it's a fictional, from a fictional movie. Right. You know what I mean? That's I pretty know. funny. Yeah, well, there you go. See if Amy's into it. Uh, well, uh-huh. she can go by herself. Tell me how it was. That's nice. <laughs> she go by herself. Ashley's in the Congo where she almost lost her leg. You can stay at Bill's house, wake up and have some eggs. Harrison may come back, but they're not saying when. And Megan has a baby, so you'll like her once again. So you'll like her once. But I'm having a baby. Wait, did we not like her? You have to like me now. Okay, Thanks for waking up with Shotgun and Charlie on Y100. Let's talk about things you should avoid first thing in the morning. Mondays are tough. One of them is being stuck on the Leo Frigal Bridge on the way to work. Try to avoid that. Okay, that wasn't part of this list. Oh. You can't sometimes help that. These are bad <laughs> habits to avoid first thing in the morning. Let's see how many of them you do, everybody. All right. Number one, hitting the snooze button. I do it six or seven times a day. Do you? My yeah. alarm is at 3.30. I get out of bed about 4.05, <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. It's every six minutes. Really? I do not ever hit the snooze button. Oh, they say you're, you're, those extra minutes, they're not helping because you need to have your hardcore, non-rapid eye movement sleep. And because of that alarm, you're not getting it. Yeah. We think it is. I don't know. I just do it because I like to think, oh, God, I got six more minutes. I would al- I'm always terrified that I'm actually going to shut it off rather than hit snooze. And so then it's, even if on the one or two times in my life that I've hit it, then I, then I lay there and I'm like, did I shut it off or did I hit snooze? Yeah, that's all you, you've ruined yourself. <laughs> and then I Se- wake up. Second uh, bad habit they're saying to avoid is immediately checking your phone. Text, emails, news in bed, Facebook, social media. They say, no, you should be stretching. Drink some water. Maybe say hi to your family. <laughs> uh, what do you do, though, when your alarm is your phone and you're like, oh, I'm laying here. But they say it's a bad thing to do. Mm, I definitely do that one every day. All right, number three, you don't want to be filling up on sugar right away. The average American consumes about 77 grams of sugar a day, which is about three times the recommended daily amount. And if you do that, you are setting yourself up. Trust me, you'll be hungry, you'll get moody, you'll get tired again. That sugar, when it comes crashing down, it's bad. No bueno. Uh, They say you should wash your face. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Pillows are covered in oil and dead skin. They say even if you wash it before bed, which is my routine, Mm -hmm. you should wash it again. I was like, oh. Well, splash a little water on your face in the morning and you'll be good. No, I will not. Uh, And the last thing is uh, completely overlooking your mental well-being. Oh. You got to make sure you start the day off right. Like not not running around like a crazy woman like some of us do. Right, right. Try to give yourself a little time to get out of the funk before you get into your day. And then, obviously, the best choice you have is to listen to this morning show every right. day. Right. We Duh. are trying to help you out with that every Come day. On. Shotgun and Charlie, Y100.